Hey, Tourpreneurs, it's Mitch Bach. And just a quick note before we begin today's episode, Tourpreneur is currently sponsored by Google. We're thankful for their support of our community, and we are offering with them a completely free course helping you unlock the power and potential of Google's Things to Do program, which is specifically helping tour operators add their tours to Google in new ways that gives you new exposure and more direct bookings. To learn more, go to tourpreneur.com slash Google. And as always, show notes, more resources, links to our newsletter, our business coaching community, and so much more are available on tourpreneur.com. Now to the episode. Welcome to the Tourpreneur Podcast. Travel industry veteran Shane Whaley will take you on a journey with fellow tourpreneurs, sharing their tips, ideas, insights, and success stories to inspire you to make your tour business the best it can be. And now, here is your host, Shane Whaley. Hello, and welcome to episode 68 of the Tourpreneur Podcast. On today's show, we're going to talk about how we can bulletproof our mentality. We don't speak about mental health often enough in entrepreneurial circles. And when you look at most of the free webinars that are out there right now for tourpreneurs, as great as they are, most of them are tackling business issues or tech issues or finance issues. And our brain, our mentality, our mindset is probably the most important thing that we can work on right now as we get through this crisis. On this episode, Miranda Peterson from Namaste in Nature. She was on an earlier episode of the Tourpreneur podcast. She run she runs tours down in North Carolina. She's also, I think, five hundred hours of uh, yoga instruction. So she really knows her stuff when it comes to personal wellness. Now, don't worry uh, about the whole woo woo thing here because I'm the least woo woo person you can come across. Um, but there is a lot of what Miranda is sharing that uh, we can implement in our lives. And and it's it's things that she's sharing on YouTube. She's put a, a channel together. She's got some great videos and resources. We talk about in the importance of movement in terms of our bodies, mindfulness, uh, how we can get a restful night's sleep, some tips on nutrition. Also, um, I share about some habits I'm bringing in. And also because... Like I said, I'm drinking too much, I'm eating too much cheese, and I say, okay, this needs to stop. Uh, and I also need to use this downtime to say, okay, what were all those things I wanted to learn that I never got around to? What were those books I wanted to read that I never got time to do? Um, I share how listening to music to me, how I reserve time where I will just listen to music and switch everything off, how that's helping me get through this crisis. So like I say, a little bit different content today, but very grateful for Miranda because she actually sent me an email about a week and a half ago that said here to help. Um, and that's what got me thinking because it, it, it was uplifting at the time that someone cared enough about me to send me an email with with help. Uh, and I wanted to share that with you on today's show. So the show notes for all the resources we talk about are tourpreneur.com forward slash 68. And if you've got hacks or tips or habits um, that's getting you through these very troubling times, do come on our Facebook group, share it with the rest of us. We're all keen to learn. You can find that at tourpreneur.com forward slash Facebook. Welcome back to Tourpreneur, Miranda. How are you? I'm actually doing really well and really grateful for that. Yeah, absolutely. You're looking well. And (laughs) that's one of the reasons why I wanted to chat with you today on the show, because 
you very kindly, um, I think a week or so ago, sent an email. So I, I've been flooded with email like most of us are. Mm-hmm. And I saw this email pop up in my inbox and said, here to help. And then I saw it was from you. And I have to tell you, it was at a time when I think most of us, the first two weeks of this crisis hitting, were in some kind of paralysis, um, really not knowing what to do next. Certainly when you're a content creator, you know, you have to get the tone right because you can't be tone deaf. And also it's like, well, my usual show is people like you. You came on and you talked to us about your origin and your journey and how you got started and how you're growing your business. Nobody wants to hear that right now. Right? Nope. <laughs> But many of us, we don't know if we're going to have a business this time next month. So uh, I've had to pivot. So I was really struggling. And then I got your message through here to help. And it dawned on me that I wasn't really taking care of the mental side of things or even the physical side of things. Uh, Like most tour operators and tourpreneurs, it was waking up with, uh, you know, dread every morning. The news was still is worse, gets worse and worse every day. We, We watch it. There's not much good news out there. So to get your email offering help, I have to say to you, came at a uh, at the right time for me because I was struggling. Oh my God, if I was a crier, I'd be crying right now. <laughs> yeah, and I don't share this kind of stuff too often, but I just wanted to say what a powerful impact that had on me. And of course, I know you, we've met and you've mm-hmm. been on the show, so it wasn't like this was some random cold email from somebody I don't know. And I know you're very sincere, you're genuine and you're authentic. Oh, so thank you. And then it got me the honor. I wrote back to you and said, hey, do you want to come on the show and talk about this? Because I think there's uh, a lot of shows and a lot of webinars right now which are focusing on the financial side of running a business, marketing in a downturn, how we prepare and how we deal with this uh, coronavirus pandemic. But I'm not seeing much out there about, hey, hang on, how do we take care of ourselves in terms of our mental health and and our physical health. Um, I thought it'd be great for you to come on the show and just share a few tips from your own experience about what you think tour operators of all ages and sizes, you know, can do in order to bulletproof the mindset and uh, keep sane, basically. Yeah. Um, I mean, there are several tools that I use and that's what inspired me to start making the videos. Well, A, number one, all my reservations for yoga hikes have canceled. And so I kind of had to pivot. I already had a YouTube channel that I was starting to build, but this kind of forced me to dive in and um, really go headfirst into um, creating content and videos on YouTube. And, you know, I have to be honest with you, I was in the same boat like that that Friday um, when everything started closing. And every time I checked my inbox, there's another cancellation and um, you know, just everything on the news and social media, everyone was starting to freak out. And I didn't share that same panic. Um, and I was like, oh, is there something wrong with me? And, you know, I'm not running out hoarding toilet paper. <laughs> and um, so so it, I just was kind of paralyzed that day as well. I was like, what do I do? You know, I, I think, um, you know, this is obviously bad for a lot of people, but there are ways to to deal with it and tools that I've been using for a long time, which are meditation, yoga, spending time outside, um, journaling, gratitude, you know, all these things that are free and that you can do quarantined safely from your house. <laughs> um, and so after that day, I just... I just took it to kind of talk with friends on the phone and gather my thoughts. And, and that night I was like, I need to 
A, go outside. Anytime I'm feeling like anxious or overwhelmed or depressed, I just immediately go outside, even if it's just the backyard and getting that vitamin D from the sun, getting that fresh air, um, walking, getting some movement and motion. Immediately, I feel better. And then I was like, okay, I need to start sharing these tools that I have with other people. So um, I went to one of my favorite locations and filmed the walking meditation and um, an immune boosting yoga video and an immune boosting uh, meditation. So the basic thing that I keep coming back to is I saw this as a self-fulfilling prophecy because when you're really stressed, you're really anxious, um, this activates your sympathetic nervous system and releases cortisol and stress hormones into the body which can lower your immune system. So you might've been fine before, but now we're all stressing about taking care of kids, taking care of family, you know, being safe, being healthy, our jobs, and all of this stress, you know, can lower our immune system. And so by activating the parasympathetic nervous system, this is our rest and digest, by using meditation, walking, calming yourself, moving, um, you know, helping move toxins through the body and keep yourself healthy. It'll help boost your immunity. So let's, let's talk what I think is the easiest one of these for for most people to do, which is going for a walk. Um, Now it just depends where you live. I'm Mm -hmm. lucky. I live in a very rural state in the middle of nowhere, so I can go for a walk (laughs) and not see anybody. I know if you're living in Manhattan right now, I'm not, I'm not sure. So uh, yeah. So in terms of walking, what advice do you have for people? Um, Well, I think, Just A, getting outside if you can, even if it's walking circles around your backyard um, or just walking around your neighborhood. I'm I'm grateful I I live in kind of a rural neighborhood surrounded by the mountains as well. So we get that nice fresh mountain air and um, just being mindful of it. Like don't keep listening to all of the dread and the, the, you know, paranoia and the uncertainty, like maybe unplug from your phone, um, unless you're, you know, listening to a guided meditation or something that's positive and uplifting or something yeah. or learning a new skill, kind of like you mentioned, maybe listening to an audiobook or a podcast um, that's going to help you feel better. <laughs> um, and just noticing the things around you. Focus, so the, the easiest way to become present and kind of get out of your head where you're stuck worrying about the future or ruminating about the past is to focus on the breath. Yeah. So just noticing the inhales and exhales, because that's something we're all doing. <laughs> that's something we all have access to. We all have to breathe. So just noticing inhales and exhales in your breath and also noticing the things around you. Um, you know, it can be the grass. It can be trees. It can be the clouds in the sky. Um, there, there are studies that going for walks outside, being in nature, can help boost your problem solving and creativity skills. Yeah, and you know, it's it's funny, a lot of people might dismiss this all as woo-woo, and I am the least woo-woo guy out there, <laughs> but since this has hit, so I said to myself, right, um, like, the, I'll be honest, the first week, and I think a lot of us did this, the first week was almost like Christmas, and I don't mean in terms of us being happy and joyful, uh-huh. but I was drinking, you know, half a bottle of red wine a night, I was going through cheese like no one's business, because I was just <laughs> like eating and drinking because it's like, what's the point of worrying about my health right now when I'm worrying about, will I have an income next month? And kind of got into that slump. And then I realized, and I'm like, okay, this has to stop. Like, this cannot continue. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and I drew up a set of rules. And one of those rules was I need to walk six to eight miles a day outside and not just walk, but to really appreciate where I live. And for some of you who are Facebook friends of mine, I've been posting some of those pictures up because it is pretty beautiful where I live. Oh, great. But I don't, I don't really appreciate it. And I've, you know, I take my dogs out or I go for a run and I'm doing my thing. And it's like, no, no, I want to go for a walk and I want to really appreciate where I live and appreciate the people in my area a bit more. So that, you know, I, I'm, I'm saying this because I'm, I'm not an, a woo-woo kind of guy, but this is how what you're saying is really important and has come into play in my life in the last week. And I have this app and I record every day. I'll talk about the app later on um, with these habits that I, I have to stick to. Otherwise, A, I'm going to crack up. If I'm stuck yeah. at home on social media all day, and I'm speaking to you know, five or six tour operators a day, and no one's got any good news right now. Mm-hmm. And that's the toughest part of this. It isn't like, well, we're having a t- tough time in the United States, but Europe is doing well. No, everyone is in the same boat. So mm-hmm. there's no real good news. And it's the same with the television news. If you if you keep listening to that, there's all these talking heads. Nobody knows when this is going to end, right? So I'm like, well, I'll, I'll get the headlines. I'll take any information that's important for me and my family for daily life. Then I don't want to watch anymore because I don't think it's serving me in a good way. So I agree with you on, on walking. Um, personally, the way I've structured it is my hours walk in the morning. I will um, listen to an audio book or a podcast. I'm loving the arrival online that we're now um, putting out on podcast form because that's helping me learn and think and connect with other tour operators and experts as I walk. And in my evening hour, I listen to music or a fun audio book because I also just want to take a break from the real world. Yeah. Uh, and that, that's been the way I've been doing it. But then I, I saw on your YouTube video that you – uh, and by the way, the, the YouTube videos are free here. It's uh, you know fantastic of you to do this. So you had a guided walking, hiking meditation video for us to watch as well, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Um, so, you know, meditation, people typically think of somebody sitting down, cross-legged, lotus position, yeah. with their eyes closed, maybe saying Om. That's the traditional picture. But there are many ways to meditate and um when I quit my corporate job in 2015, I um, backpacked and traveled around the world, and I spent some time meditating with monks in Myanmar and Thailand at Buddhist monasteries, and I learned this walking meditation technique, and it's basically just the slowest steps you've ever taken, and becoming aware of your feet and everything you know that you feel underneath your feet and the sights and sounds and smells that you notice around you. And it's amazing what you notice and become grateful for, like you said, once you stop the talking. You know, if since yeah. we're supposed to be six feet away from people, it's best to walk maybe by yourself. And I hike by myself all the time. I love it. I get all kinds of insights and clarity and inspiration and peace and joy and happiness. Um, and yeah, normally, you know, people like to walk in groups and it's a, a social aspect. But yeah, there's a lot, lot to be found in just... Um, noticing and appreciating what's around you, which comes back to gratitude. You know, no matter how bad things get, there's always something that you can be grateful for. Mm-hmm. You know, like we have running water, we have clean water, we have yeah. uh, food and toilet paper in the grocery stores again. Um, you know, I also did a lot of volunteering and I've been to a lot of countries and places where where they don't have access to the resources we have, healthcare and Amazon and, you know, all of these things that yeah. we might tend to take for granted, but we, we still have those. Oh, and another thing I wanted to say, 
just kind of a cognitive reframe, just changing one word in the sentence. So instead of saying, oh, I'm stuck at home, you can say, I'm safe at home. You know, like mm. your home is where you're safe, where you have your food, where you have your family, um, where you have access to the outside world through your computer, through your phone. Um, so yeah, instead you're of right. just thinking I'm stuck at home, I'm safe at home. That's really helped me. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I watched your your guided walking meditation and I tried it. It was quite funny because as you say, it's very slow. It's very yeah. different to to go on a walk. And uh, I did giggle to myself because you said to like place your feet on the ground as if you're, you know, giving somebody a nice kiss. And I'm like, my kisses and yours is a very different yeah. Miranda because I was clumping. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I don't think this is what Miranda meant. <laughs> well, that was, uh, yeah, that was from uh, Thich Nhat Hanh. He's a famous Vietnamese Buddhist monk. And he said, walk as if you're kissing the earth with your feet. That's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah, you're close enough. I knew what you were trying to say. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's just, it's just all about mindfulness and, and being aware of what's happening in the present moment, which will, you know, keep you from just getting in your head and, and bogged down with everything that's going on around us. Obviously we yeah. should still be aware of it, not, not pretend like it doesn't exist, but keep it in perspective. And I think there's another thing that this um, COVID coronavirus thing has shown us is the illusion of control. Whereas I think we feel like we have control over things and in reality we don't, which is another lesson I learned in nature. You know, you go outside you can't control the weather. You can only control how you prepare for and adapt to it. So I think this virus is showing a lot of people the illusion of control and how we're not in control of things. We just need to prepare and adapt. Did you know every weekday Shane curates the most interesting news articles in tours and activities and sends them out in a snappy daily digest? Grab your copy of the Torpreneur Daily Briefing at www.torpreneur.com. So going back to journaling, this is something I, I, I've done in the past and I've fallen out of the habit of doing this, actually. What advice do you have for entrepreneurs right now who are going through tough times? How can they start journaling and what should they journal about? Just like yoga and, and meditation, there's a lot of different techniques to journaling. Um, you can just free write and write whatever you're thinking about. It's a great outlet to um kind of release all the thoughts and emotions and energy that you have pent up inside. So you can just set a timer for say five minutes and just write whatever is coming out. Um, mm -hmm. You know, on namastaynature.com on my website, we have a lot of journal prompts that give you suggestions right. or questions or ideas to journal about. And these relate to, um, you know, self-reflection and gratitude and love and, and kindness and all of these things, kind of positive things to journal about. Um, and even if you never read it again, it's just, it's super therapeutic. Like it's gotten me through some rough times with past relationships. And, you know, when I was traveling alone by myself and, and just journaling and, and getting words on paper and maybe, you know, either way, it can help to go back and, and look at these things later and, and see what your mental state was like to get a better perspective um, or, it's just therapeutic writing it at the time. Um, so yeah, I think just buying a book and, and, and it's something real too, because we're so, you know, stuck in this digital, I mean, you can obviously journal digitally as well, but I love having a book and a pen in my hand and feeling it and writing it out and seeing the words and seeing my handwriting. Um, it's a lot more personal, like you're communicating with yourself. Um, versus, I agree with that. Yeah. You know, we're stuck on the technology all day. 
Yeah, I agree with that. Um, and it's funny because my handwriting now is terrible, like <laughs> terrible, because I'm so used to typing that that's something many of us will have to overcome when we mm -hmm. start journaling is that be aware. It's hard to get back into it. Uh, but I do feel it's the same with learning anything. If you just type it into Evernote or whatever, for me, I don't absorb it as much as I do when I actually write it by hand. Mm -hmm. Me too. Um, so that's a tip I would get, even though it's kind of, you know, the first couple of weeks will we'll feel like a bit of a chore because many of us are not used to handwriting. Um, I think that's good. And then also, like, good that you have the guided prompts. I was going to ask you, I know I was looking on Amazon the other day, and there is thousands and thousands of guided journals on there yeah. for different aspects of life. Some are really expensive, I was surprised. Um, but I'm sure they look nice and everything else. But, you know, for different, you know, some for men, some for women, um, some was a yoga journal, some was a running journal. There's so many different yeah. ones out there. Um, but I, it's something I want to get back into. I actually, I haven't got the book with me here. What's it called? Oh yeah. Write a day. I think it was called. And, um, that, that had a lot of good advice in it because I wanted to kickstart my own writing because I, I've fallen out that habit. And one thing I used to do years ago was I would write three wins for the day yeah, and they didn't great. have to be big business wins. It could be, I walked my six miles today, you know, or I ate plant-based all day or whatever it may be. Yeah. It doesn't have to be some huge goal, right? It's just... Yeah, when that's you, another that's another great technique. That's kind of like a gratitude journal. Just yeah, three quick sentences each day. You don't have to have a specific length um, or amount of time or anything like that. And you know, no one else is going to see it. So you're the yeah. only one that has to be able to read your handwriting or and know what you wrote. You can even doodle, like draw little drawings and shorthand. You know, it's it's just for you. So yeah, I, I love that idea. Writing three things you're grateful for, or three wins, or um, three things you love about yourself or, you know, just anything to yeah. kind of keep the positive emotions and energy going each day. And again, I know some of our listeners were probably shaking their heads and saying mm -hmm. this is woo-woo stuff, but it works. It, it got me through my career at booking.com when I was having tough times. Journaling then, managing 200 staff and journaling was was one of the reasons why I was able to to be successful there because mm -hmm. there's so much self-reflection that goes. And you get ideas when you go, oh, I might try this tomorrow. Or, And I think in, in terms of gratitude, I mean, you reached out to me, you know, unsolicited, sent me a wonderful email with some great links in it. And that's something we can all do as well. I've noticed that a few... Uh, messages lately from people that I don't talk to that often, mm -hmm. but I know through Tourpreneur and they're like, hey, Shane, just checking in. How's it going? Uh, I'm here if you need anything. And these people are not selling me anything, right? They're mm -hmm. not, you know, call, calling me. They generally, and I, and I think this is something we can all do is reach out to people that maybe we've lost contact with or, you know, someone that we've just done business with who you like or whatever and just say, hey, just checking in. How are things going? Because we've all got time at home now. It's not like we're leading mm -hmm. tours and, training tour guides and everything else. Now we actually are safe at home, yes. not stuck at home. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a, because talking to people helps as well, I think. Oh, for sure. And, and, you know, I think there is a lot of uncertainty and chaos and craziness and things that have happened with this virus, but it's also, I think, inspired a lot of compassion and people wanting to help each other. And um, so that's been a silver lining, I guess. And I'm same thing. And, you know, I can't interact with people in person. And so yeah. I'm like that, you know, YouTube is the only way I have to interact with people. So I've been sending these videos. I actually recorded one this weekend um, because I know a lot of my friends are working from home now. And so you're going to get, you know, that tech neck and shoulders being stuck yes. at your desk and computer. And especially if you're going down a rabbit hole and you can lose track of time and, um, you know, you're just so sore and 
and achy. And so I made a short video today to kind of release tension in the neck and shoulders and wrists and hands. And that was actually suggested by my sister who lives in Switzerland because she's working from home as well. And so it's cool. We kind of have, you know, have that connection. She's been watching some of my videos from there. So that's how we still stay in touch. Your, your videos are beautifully shot, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, I'm learning. <laughs> so you're, you're videoing them yourself or? Oh yeah. I'm that? doing everything myself. I, um, last weekend, the, the, the trails were still open and I hiked up to the top of a mountain, took my tripod, took my camera, set it up, filmed myself, hiked back down, came home, edited it, promoted it. Yeah. I do all of the, I do everything. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing again, you know, using this time to learn, cause I'm sure you're learning a lot around the editing mm -hmm. process or just every video you look at it and go, that was, that was good. I like that. This would be even better if I did exactly. such and such. Cause I know I feel the same about the podcast. Um, what camera are you using? Uh, I'm using a Canon Rebel T7i. Wow. It's, it's beautiful. I okay, it looks professional to me. Seriously. I was like, wow, you've upped your game here. <laughs> Thank you. Not the only videos were bad before. Or yeah, anything, yeah. But. No, I learned. I thought, I, well, I initially started the channel. I thought I was going to be a travel blogger. And so all of the older videos are travel videos. And they're actually pretty terrible because I was scared to talk to the camera. And so it's just a bunch of yeah. like images of somebody traveling, but you know nothing about me. And I just, I've, I've learned, you know, since then and, and obviously pivoted more towards yoga and meditation now. But when we're allowed to travel, yeah. I'm definitely going to, going to travel again. Absolutely. Um, something else you, you mentioned uh, was the importance of sleep. Oh, what yeah. tips do you have about about sleep and rest? Oh, yeah. Um, that's also very important for your immune system is giving your body that time to sleep and relax and rest and recharge. And there's a practice called Yoga Nidra that I learned first with a teacher in Florida and then during my training in India and that's a deeply relaxing, um, guided meditation, not, not a meditation, but a guided relaxation. And it really gets you out of your head and into your body and just relaxes each part of the body. And a lot of people fall asleep during it. That's not the goal, um, but um, it does really help you relax. And I've been using that for years. And, um, you know, especially when you're really stressed out during the day, it can help to you know, there's also these like sleep stories online. There's apps like Calm yeah. and Headspace and, and things like that to help you, you know, shut down for the day. And because there's a lot of stuff, you know, that we're worrying about and you don't want it to keep you up at night because, again, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Stay up worrying about things and um, can't get sleep. And then you will lower your immune system and, and be more yeah. susceptible and just not be happy because we, <laughs> we need our sleep. Plus, it's also to get fall into bad habits, right? Because most of us aren't having to get up and work and be in the office and commute. Mm -hmm. A lot of us are staying up late watching TV or whatever and then going to bed late and getting up later or going to bed late and getting up at the same time. So not getting as much sleep as you're used to. I think mm -hmm. with this whole quarantine thing, which most of us are just not used to, um, it's very easy to fall into those bad habits. And that's something I, this, I, I fell into that trap, actually. And I was just getting five hours sleep a night, which is not enough for me. So yeah. now I'm building habits in into my day using uh, the streak app of, of wanting to get at least seven and a half hours. But I have to use the Irish method because I, I really struggle to sleep anyway. Uh -huh. And I use, uh, it's uh, melatonin. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's, you know, and I have to be careful because even though that's natural, I have to be careful, I think, not to overdo it with that because I could become reliant on it. So mm-hmm. I'm always looking at hacks to be better at sleeping. And it may be that, you know, I have to do some kind of exercise before bed or something because my mind is constantly whirring. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, a lot of people's are. It's natural right now. So I think finding some kind of ritual at night that helps you rewind, maybe turn off your phone or computer for the last hour of the evening. Like I I know that works for a lot of people. Um, Don't have devices in your room, in the room where you sleep, if you can help it, Um, you know, turning off all the lights. Um, I have kind of like nature sounds, like cricket sounds that I listen to. And that's really soothing and relaxing. And, um, you know, just even a gentle meditation, just getting into your body and out of your yeah. head, stopping the monkey mind, as we call it a lot, where your, your mind's just jumping from branch to branch like a monkey in a tree. Um, that's kind of the key to, to being able to sleep is turning off the brain and being like, okay, you know, those worries will still be there tomorrow. Now is the time to to sleep and and let go of that and I can worry about it tomorrow and you know I still have nights where I don't sleep as well but I've been a lot more militant about my sleep lately I'm like I'm going to bed at this time I'm waking up at this time (laughs) I think it goes without saying that alcohol does not help Mm -mm. Uh, it might put you to sleep but it's not a restful sleep and that's one of the reasons why I looked at drinking a couple of glasses of red a night. I'm like, okay, this has to stop because I am waking up in the morning a bit cranky, not full of energy. Also, the other thing uh, when I drink is then I I get hungry. Then I end up eating something at 10 o'clock at night, which I shouldn't. Um, So I think this is why it's important to actually have a list of habits. And one of mine is, you know, no alcohol until the weekend because that's what I do when I'm working in terms of being out and about just because I'm at home it's not an excuse that I can drink more and I know we're all worried and some of us turn to drink when we worry and we're frustrated but that's that's something that I've now brought in it's like okay that's it that has to stop yeah, we can still drink something me. you can replace it with something healthier say a tea like a chamomile tea or a yeah. sleepy time tea something that's you're you know going to give you something to do and and drink but will help relax the body and, and warm the body instead of just depressing it <laughs> Yeah, no, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And in terms of uh, eating, I know you, you you're not a nutritionist, but what tips do you or do you have any tips on what we can consume during these difficult times? Or and what do, what are you doing to get through these times yeah. in terms of well, I'm your diet? already. I mean, I used to work for Whole Foods Market, so I got a big education in, in healthy eating, and I have a lot of friends that that eat healthy and and have you know healthy blogs. Um, I think. You know, this is great that people are going to be cooking more from home. I mean, obviously you can still order takeout, but I think taking this as an opportunity to cook more from home, learn another skill, you know, maybe cook healthier recipes. I've been trying, trying new things. Um, I have a website I really like called Budget Bites, like B-Y-T-E-S, I'll, I'll share with you. Um, and there's all kinds of recipes on there. They're all, all generally pretty healthy, but you can get anything from salads to comfort food and you know, I think just, I mean, I'm personally, I'm vegetarian, so I haven't eaten meat Mm -hmm. in over 10 years. And that definitely works for me and my body and eating more fruits and vegetables. That's definitely going to help your immune system. You you don't want to just be eating potato chips all day and processed foods. You definitely want more whole foods, natural foods, um, beans, nuts, legumes, fruits, vegetables, um, you know, maybe limiting some meat and dairy, but I think eating at home is 
infinitely cooking and eating at home is infinitely more healthy than just going through the drive through or ordering takeout. Um, you know, I think we can still use that to treat ourselves. Like you said, you know, okay, only on the weekends, I'm going to yeah. order takeout or I want to support, you know, this local business, um, and order a sandwich, but I only do that once a day instead of for every meal. So, Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like the idea, though, of maybe because we all now have this time at home, you know, we're talking about learning new skills. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe we've always wanted to cook and we've never had time because we're out all day. And the time we get home, we're tired. Maybe now go on to Budget Bites or there's a lot of cooking courses online that we can do and mm-hmm. maybe learn to cook. You know, if you love Italian food, maybe, you know, learn to cook some Italian dishes, for instance. Now is the opportunity to do it. And I, I was saying to someone a couple of days ago that, there's, you know, this this is just such a dark time for so many of us, but we have to say, okay, how can I use this time for something positive? And I know that might sound really bad if your business is about to hit, you know, if you if you don't think you can survive and you're going to have to close the doors in your business. I, I'm not, you know, being, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sensitive to that. But what I also right. want to say is, right, let's say it's three months. Let's say we're in lockdown for three months. You know, what can we do in that three months? It could be, you might be a language you've always wanted to learn. And there's so many language courses online or, or a cooking course or like with you with video editing, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe a musical instrument. Now we kind of have that time. It's like, please have something positive that when we get out of this, pandemic that you can look back on going wow you know during that time i learned to play the guitar okay maybe it was just mr tambourine man or something i'm not talking sweet child of mine here but in that three months i was able to play Mm -hmm. an instrument and play a a musical piece or i learned basic italian or whatever it might be in my case you know i've been trying to learn canva because that's something that has been on my list for forever and I've just never got around to because I've never really had the time. Yeah. And <laughs> now you're being kind of forced to do it because <laughs> you have yeah. the time. You don't have any excuses. Uh, one more quick benefit to cooking at home. It's cheaper. Yeah, It costs so much less money to to get groceries from the store than to, to order out all the time. So I just wanted to throw that in there. But yeah, I think it comes back to control and choice. You know, what's within your control and what's out of your control. Like this virus is out of our control. People canceling their reservations is out of our control. Um you know, so many things with businesses are out of our control, but what you can control is your outlook and um, your perspective and, you know, the choices and decisions that you make to eat healthy, yeah. to take care of yourself physically, mentally, emotionally, to, um, you know, keep connecting with friends and family, all the things that that you can do, um, you know, focus more on those than the things that you can't control. Absolutely. No, I love that. And I think in terms of the business side, I mean, something that I'm, I'm hearing a lot of our entrepreneur listeners are doing is now they're focusing on their websites because they built a website, they've gone out, they're leading and delivering tours, but never really had time to sit and improve upon their website. And using this time to look at other websites around the world, other tour sites, look at what you like, what someone else is doing, how can you implement that on your own website. Okay. SEO, which I think is the most boring topic and yeah. most boring task <laughs> in the world. I hate it, though it's crucial. Now is the time to go through an SEO audit of your own website and say, right, I have this downtime. I'm going to use it in a way that's constructive. I'm going to work on SEO on my own site. Um, so I think there are, there are a lot of things, you know, or go to udemy.com and maybe writing. That's something else that I've been working on is my writing. Mm-hmm. It's something that I very rarely have time for. Maybe one of your habits would be, so I, I've got this app called Streaks. 
Um, oh, cool. And I'll put the link to it in the show notes. Mm-hmm. And if I look at it right now, basically every day I have to like hit the button to complete it that I've done it. So oh, nice. I have six, six. Yeah, it's actually, it's really worked for one thing in particular. Um, so 102 days, oh, actually, because I didn't do it for today. 103 days ago, I decided I would have a morning habit of 20 push-ups as soon as I get out of bed. Oh, that's great. Don't do anything else before I make tea or whatever. It's like push-ups got to be done. So it's a 103-day streak. Um, but the other things I've added to this app is, you know, six miles plus of movement. That can be biking, walking, running, whatever. Um, 30 minutes guitar, because I think I can play guitar for five minutes learning and I'm going to be good. That's not going to happen. I really need to do 30 minutes a day, right? So now I have that time. I have something here that says no alcohol, uh, which is for weekdays. That's quite new. I have 30 minutes um, of a business podcast or a book and then 20 squats a day. Oh, great. Which is a new one. And I find by having this tracker, so you can see it with the push-ups. Like 103 days ago, I could hardly do five push-ups. Now I'm, I'm I should really increase the 20, right? If I'm going <laughs> to do it right. But well, hey, I can do. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll take it. Um, but it's because of this tracker that I've been able every day just to build that. Now that's a habit. I get up in the morning and I do those push-ups without even thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what you want to build habits. You want it to, you know, a start with building the healthy habits. That's that sounds like a great app to keep you on track, and then the habits become your lifestyle. So um, I think it's a great opportunity to build healthy habits and improve your your lifestyle, and maybe get to those home you know improvement projects you haven't done in a while, or um, you know spend more time with your kids or whatever it is that you're that that you've been meaning to do, or maybe you're forced to do now, um, and and using that time, you know, once life goes back to some semblance of normal, still retaining some of these habits that you started during this time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Miranda, is there anything we haven't touched on that you'd like to share with our listeners? Hmm. Um, I think just, you know, do you, the, the key to success is finding what works for you and what you're, what you're going to keep doing. And it's different for everyone. So you know, what, what works for me is walking outside and nature and meditation and yoga and even weightlifting. Sometimes I'm trying to figure out how to pivot from that since my gym's closed. I guess I have to yeah. buy some weights and do it from home. You know, I've been using uh, resistance bands. Oh, cool. And I used nice. to be think that they weren't very good. And I got them, from, I think they're called Under Sun Fitness. Wow, I've been blown away. We're like, they kicked my ass. Wow. I, ah, it's just a, it's just a bad. And the good thing about it is uh, squats because when you hold the band up, mm-hmm. you have to have that band above your head when you're squatting. So if it comes forward, then you, you, your your form is wrong, mm-hmm. right? And I'm sure I get the form wrong all the time because I don't have any mirrors or anything at home when I do it. So the bands are really good and they don't take up much oh, space nice. and you just idea. hang them up. I was talking to Doug Quinby about it. He also is a big fan of resistance bands. So nice, yeah. I think um, I think movement is key too because moving, exercising, that's going to give you the endorphins. That's going to like keep you positive. That's going to make your body feel good and your your brain feel good, emotionally make you feel good. So so yeah, finding whatever works for you with doing something outside, uh, doing something for your mental health, whether it's meditation or journaling, um, you know, doing physically moving, working out, getting exercise, maybe doing yoga, eating a little bit healthier. Um, it just, mm-hmm. I think it come out, comes down to mindfulness, just being mindful of, you know, how you are living right now, because we're forced to take a closer look at where we live and how we live when we can't focus as much on 
the other things, you know, our social networks and our businesses and everything outside. Um, it's kind of forcing us to do some self-reflection and introspection and, and get to know ourselves a little bit better, whether we want to or not. So we might as well um, want yeah. to and make the best of it. Yeah, and I still I still want listeners to focus uh, on we will get out of this. Mm. I'm, I pray that your Absolutely. businesses survive it. And how do we come out of it stronger? Not just in terms of having a you know a kick-ass website with superb gold standard SEO, but how do you come out with a stronger mindset with some learning? I, the, one of the criticisms or, or complaints I hear a lot from entrepreneurs is, "Oh, there's all these great books out there, but I don't have time to read. I don't have time to read." Now we do. Yeah. And also, my my biggest takeaway for those of you who are going to read some books, whether it's business or motivational, is to journal as you read. Don't just read. I think so many of us do this. We read a book, we get on to the next one. Read a book, on to the next uh -huh. one. We don't take time to go, what am I learning with each chapter? What can I apply to my life? Or maybe it even be like, what do you disagree with in that chapter? And write that down. So you have that, you distill your own personal learning. Don't just flip from one business book to another or motivational book. But now is the time. Also, audio books are fantastic. Oh, I'm a big fan. Yeah. Yeah. And they, and again, that takes a while to get into. That can take two weeks to really train your ear to actually listen and to learn and absorb. You know, for some people, I, I was the same because I'd be like, who's died? I'd have to rewind a chapter because my mind is, is gone, right? So it take, does can take a little while, but audiobooks are just, what a phenomenal way you can get your, your steps in whilst you're learning. Yeah. And driving too, um, because I, you know, when I can, when I'm able to drive out to the mountains, it's usually an hour at least. And yeah. so I like to listen to podcasts and audiobooks when I'm driving as well. And it just works better for me. Like personally reading a book makes me so sleepy and I fall asleep almost every time I try nice. to read a physical book. So right. audiobooks, you know, helps me get through things a lot faster. And I, I do that as well, either on my phone or in a notebook, I'll write some notes here and there like, oh, that was a great idea. Or, oh, I'm going to go, you know, try this thing that uh, this book mentioned. They're pretty much all, you know, business and self-improvement books and autobiographies. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, another tip I have as well is it, music is for me is very important. Mm -hmm. And majority of time when I'm listening to music, it's in the background. I'm working, it's in the background. Um, now what I've tried to do is to sit down, put a record on, and have no phone near me, maybe a cup of tea, and really enjoy the music. Because I find too often I'm not really appreciating the music. It's just kind of background yeah. noise. And oh, I find great. that... That 40 minutes or so really just helps me escape the world. I appreciate the music. I read the sleeve notes. And, you know, if you have Spotify, you can do it on Spotify or uh -huh. whatever. I mean, I just think, you know, going back, maybe listening to music you've not listened to in a long time that bring, you know, a lot of music brings back memories for us. Yeah. Um, and I think that's also something that, that can just help us escape the, the real world for a while. Yeah, that's great. That's that's a mindfulness exercise. I think a lot of people are doing some of these things or would like to do these things and just... Um, don't have a name for it or don't realize they're already yeah. doing some of these woo-woo things that, that yeah, we're talking yeah. about. Fantastic. Miranda, where can people find uh, the resources you've talked about today? So on YouTube, you can search Namaste Nature and the videos will, will come up. Also my website, namasteinnature.com. I have those journal prompts there um, in the blog section. Yeah, but Namaste Nature, it's kind of both now. So if you just search Namaste Nature, the, um, the the videos, the playlists will come up because how I've done the SEO. I'm learning about SEO. So yeah, you can search Namaste Nature on YouTube. 
I will add those links at tourpreneur.com forward slash 68. Well, Miranda, thank you very much for taking time out of your busy schedule. I know you're doing a lot of webinars and live streaming and podcasts. Uh, really appreciate you talking about things that I don't think we talk about enough when it comes to being an entrepreneur, which is mental well-being. Yeah, and I appreciate you creating the the platform for that and, and featuring it, like you said, because it's not featured in, as much. And it's important to, I think, fill your own cup first before you can, you know, fill others. And I think we, we forget about that, especially in our, our Western culture where it's all about success and business and growth. And it's like, well, you gotta, you gotta make sure you're doing well first before you can, you know, help other people and, and grow. So thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the Torpreneur podcast. Be sure to visit torpreneur.com to join the conversation and access the show notes, including links to the resources mentioned on today's episode. This is Torpreneur.